Welcome to a special episode of our podcast series for advisors considering the independent space. Today's episode is Merrill Enhanced CTP, what it means for advisors, their next gen and clients with guest Vince Fertitta, Merrill Breakaway Executive, now president of Sanctuary Wealth. I'm Mindy Diamond, and this is Mindy Diamond on Independence. This podcast is available on our website, diamond-consultants.com, and on advisorhub.com, as well as Apple Podcasts and other major podcast platforms. If you're new to the series, I encourage you to visit diamond-consultants.com slash independence101 for the top five episodes that will help you get up to speed on the basics of the independent space, plus links to other episodes you may have missed. And if you're listening to the series on the Apple Podcast app, be sure to leave a star rating and review. It serves as a guide to us, as well as your colleagues in the wealth management industry who may be searching for valuable content to tune into. After months of rumors, the day has finally arrived. Merrill made public the details around an Enhanced Client Transition Program, or CTP. Taken at face value, it's an honest attempt by Merrill to acknowledge the attrition they've experienced, especially amongst elite advisors, and a way of making their retiring advisor program more competitive. That said, there are risks attached to it, and discussing them is the purpose of this episode. In almost every episode recorded since our inception, we've talked about what's fueling the migration toward independence. The answer lies in pulls and pushes, the pulls being the desire for greater freedom and control and to be all in on custom building a business with staying power and real equity value. It's the pushes, though, I want to focus on today. Surely, for a long time now, wirehouse advisors have complained about increasing bureaucracy and the battle for control between them and the firms for who they work. It's no secret that the big firms are working hard to tie as many advisors up as possible. And the advisors worry that the firms will own them and their clients in perpetuity, turning advisors into private bankers with little control over how clients are served. So Merrill's announcement about an enhanced CTP, following similar actions in the past 12 months by UBS and Morgan Stanley to beef up their retire-in-place programs, is a veiled attempt to further bind advisors to the firm. To be fair, the details around the enhancement, as I understand it, can be compelling for a senior advisor who has every intention of retiring from Merrill through CTP, because the program will now pay him more to do what he was going to do anyway. But it's the next-gen advisors, teams, and clients that are most at risk, because the quid pro quo of better retirement economics for senior advisors comes attached to a seven- to nine-year commitment to the firm for the next-gen team, or advisor inheritors, along with strict non-solicit provisions, thus limiting optionality for the inheriting advisors. And so what? Why should you care? Because eliminating optionality will have the greatest impact on the value of an advisor's business, unwittingly sell clients to your firm, and further shift the balance of power away from the advisors. 
I was lucky enough to get some time at Schwab Impact, an event that gathers 5,000 advisors and thought leaders from around the country to have a conversation about the topic with Vince Fertitta. Please forgive the noise. This was recorded live from the floor of the show. Vince has a unique perspective on Merrill's announcement. He spent 22 years in leadership roles at the firm and earlier this year joined the breakaway movement as president of Sanctuary Wealth. We discuss the risks of an enhanced CTP and what might be behind the firm's motives in rolling it out. So let's get to it. I'm Mindy Diamond, and I'm here at the San Diego Convention Center at Schwab's Impact Conference 2019, and I'm joined by Vince Fertitta, President of Sanctuary Wealth, and we're talking today about an upcoming or much-expected announcement out of Merrill Lynch. Vince? Yeah, thank you. I've spent 22 years, great years, really, at Merrill Lynch and excited to be at uh, President of Sanctuary Wealth. And, you know, we help advisors, whether they come from Merrill Lynch or other wirehouses or banks, start their own company and find their independence. And so this has been a fabulous conference. I'm super impressed with the professionalism and the quality of the technology and just the people here. So tell us a little bit about your background first. You've spent about 27 years in the industry or in the wirehouse world in general. But tell us specifically about your time at Merrill Lynch. Yeah, well, as I said, 22 great years at Merrill Lynch, was a financial advisor, uh, climbed the ranks of leadership, and was a divisional executive toward the end of my career, where there was six of us sort of responsible for running the country. I had the middle part of the country, kind of from Texas to Wyoming and St. Louis to Phoenix, and it was 2,200 great advisors, and enjoyed my time there. But then I also wore a different hat, where I was market president for Bank of America in San Antonio. And as market president, you're really the enterprise leader in a community trying to help bring the lines of business together for that company and interact with the community. So a lot of perspective. What we've been telling advisors is that as long as you are certain that Merrill Lynch or any firm that you work for is the place that you want to spend the rest of your career to retire, then for Merrill Lynch to come in and give you more money and send to you in a greater way to do what you were going to do anyway is a right. home run. But wherein lies the problem? Well, I think you just need to know what you're signing, you know, right? So we don't have the details out, but we've seen it with other firms and how they've done it. And really, the CTP is Client Transition Program. And the idea is how to transition the clients to the bank or to the organization, whichever company it is. It shouldn't be misconstrued as how do I transition my clients to the next advisor. It's really about institutionalizing the clients and helping them to be part of the company for the long term. So that's an interesting perspective because as we sit here at Schwab's conference, a conference that's all about enabling independence, and we're watching more and more advisors breaking away from the wirehouse world and going independent. I think what we're looking at largely is this battle of control between advisor and firm. And it's a battle that the advisors continuously think that they are losing. The more they think they're losing it, the more they want to leave. And a program like an enhanced CTP, which will likely come with greater handcuffs, ways of tying advisors up, are things that will really make it difficult for advisors to leave down the road. So talk to us a little bit about that. The advisors that we speak with a lot, you know, who are interested in, in starting their own business are thinking about true ownership. 
you know, the industry's evolved, right? They were real entrepreneurs 20 years ago. And over time, they've become more and more employees of large organizations. And if for those that are interested in starting their own business and owning something, you go independent. If you're fine being an employee of a big organization that serves your clients well and does a good job in the community, then that's for some people. It's not for everyone. Well, I guess that's the point. So certainly not everybody is looking to go independent, and we're not here to make a commercial about going independent. But even if an advisor had intentions, maintaining optionality, the intention or curiosity or possibility that they were going to leave at some point to go anywhere, even if it was to cross the street to another wirehouse, what does signing on to an enhanced program possibly do for that optionality? Yeah, the language would be something you would really want to study and get some advice, maybe call someone like Mindy to go through it or myself. But the reality is it's probably going to tie what you consider to be your clients closer to the company that you work for. So you may think I'm going to retire in five or six years, so it doesn't really matter to me. I'm going to take the extra money that they're going to give me and go ahead and sign this document. But it might matter to your team, right? Because now you've signed something that's basically saying these clients do belong to the company. Most of these companies already feel like they do, but they don't have language that's strong enough to really hold the clients there. These types of programs typically have stronger language, which will tie the clients and your team longer term, which would then really eliminate the option of of leaving. That's the point, is that it may be good, in fact, for a senior advisor or soon-to-be retiring advisor. The problem it really creates is the optionality for the next generation. And what we're seeing, the people I think we're hearing from most, are the younger generation who is saying, oh my God, I'm terrified of the senior partner on my team signing on to this and taking away my optionality. So what are the options? What can a team right now who is likely in the next day, week, month to be faced with, be given this agreement, this opportunity with likely a shot clock attached to it, what should they be doing? I think the key is for them to slow down, read the document, get some advice on what they're really signing up for. What's the impact to them? What's the impact to their clients? What's the impact to their team longer term? Understand what the financial commitment that their team members might be making. Typically what happens is a senior advisor retires and they in their mind, they're selling their book to the next generation. But I would argue that what they're really doing is while the next generation is supplementing the acquisition, they're selling their book to their company. And so if you're the junior advisor in that situation, you're paying for it over a period of four or five, six years. But at the end of it, you don't own anything. And that is the phenomenon I think that most advisors worry about is this move toward a salary bonus model where advisors go from being free will or at will employees to being salaried private bankers. Right. shared in our conversation based on his knowledge of Bank of America's intentions, while an enhanced retirement program is being rolled out as a benefit to advisors, the biggest concern for them is unwittingly selling their clients to the firm and losing more and more control over time. For sure, there's more to come on this issue. And as we get advisor feedback, we will be back to you. Until then, 
I encourage you to visit our website, diamond-consultants.com, and click on the tools and resources link for more valuable content. You'll also find a link to subscribe for regular updates to this series. And if you're not a recipient of our weekly email, Perspectives for Advisors, click on the blog link to browse recent articles. Feel free to email or call me if you have specific questions. I can be reached at 908-879-1002 or mdiamond at diamond-consultants.com. Please note that all requests are handled with complete discretion and confidentiality. Thank you for listening. I also want to thank AdvisorHub.com for sharing this podcast with their viewers and subscribers. This is Mindy Diamond on Independence. Independence.